Hello, welcome to Workplace Wake Up. I'm Jen Shaw. Every week, I spend about 15 minutes covering legal developments, introducing you to interesting guests, and providing some entertainment to start your workday. I don't know if you're on your Peloton, or you're driving your car, or you're taking a walk, or you're just sitting in bed all snuggled up with a cup of hot chocolate, but I'm glad you're here. We're going to talk today about interview questions that matter. And this is a topic near and dear to my heart, because as many of you probably know, we are often hiring. And it's not because we have people leaving. It's ironic. We come up with new practice areas and new things we're doing and new initiatives, and it requires us to add to our team. Ronnie Stover, who many of you probably know, is our director of firm administration, and she's incredible. And she is sort of our pre-screener for candidates. So she talks to folks in advance to see, okay, is this a person who might have what we need? And then we can have them interview with everyone else. And one of the things Ronnie and I have been talking a lot about lately are interview questions that we want to ask that really make a difference. So there obviously are a number of interview questions that everybody asks, right? Why do you want to work here? Well, you know, actually, that's funny. Not everybody does ask that question, and they should. Why do you want to work here? There are lots of jobs available in the world right now. Tell me why you want to be here. And I know that might sound a little counterintuitive because we're so desperate sometimes to have a candidate. We don't really care why they want to work here. We just want to get someone here. We just want to get someone on the team. But the truth is we want them to be committed. We want them to know about our organization. We want them to show a little bit of enthusiasm. They're not going to know everything about us. But that's a question everybody should be asking. You know, why are you leaving your current job? How did you get into this field? Why do you think you're qualified for this position? Do you think there are any areas that we advertised in our posting that you would struggle with or you would need additional training in? These are all very standard questions that you should be asking. And I think a lot of times we don't ask these questions because we get worried about the law. Right. We've been told you can't ask about birthday. You can't ask about age. You can't ask if somebody um, goes to church. You can't ask how many children they have. So we better just keep it simple. You know, we need you to do Excel. Do you know how to do Excel? We need you to answer phones. Are you comfortable on the phones? But everybody brings something different to the table. So I didn't used to watch television. I never really had time for TV. And then some of you know I broke my leg last year. I did a really good number on it. Had to get surgery, was in the hospital on morphine for four days. It was insane. Well, while I was recovering at home, because I was in a wheelchair half the time, I started watching Netflix. And it's been a disaster for my productivity, okay? I got to tell you, I watch way too much Netflix. And one of the things I'm watching right now is the series Suits. Now, I got to tell you, I didn't want to watch it for the longest time. Number one, I don't want to watch shows about lawyers. I am a lawyer. That's the least interesting thing in the universe to me to watch a show about lawyers. Number two, I was kind of struggling about Meghan Markle, and I don't even know why. It turns out she's a really good actress, and I don't know what's going on with her and the princes and the queen and everything else. But the bottom line of it is, it doesn't matter. She's a really good actress, in my opinion. So I started watching the show. Okay, my favorite character is Donna, the legal secretary for Harvey Specter. She is incredible. She is so smart. She knows everything. And I started thinking, 
When Harvey hired her, he knew her from the DA's office when he worked at the DA's office. He probably didn't ask her a lot of questions because he knew her. He knew what her style was. He knew what her approach was. He knew she was competent. She is a really good assistant. She knows all sorts of stuff. She gets the dirt on everything. She knows when it's time to get somebody a present, what the present should be. And that has nothing to do with her technical skills. We rarely see her typing a letter. She answers the phone. She has good phone. She she introduces people, brings them into the office for Harvey. She's a gatekeeper for him. But those are things you have to ask about if you don't know the person from before, right? If you haven't worked with that individual, then you just don't know. And you've got to ask questions. So someone in charge of my calendar I've got to ask them, how would you feel if a client canceled a call at the last minute? How would you feel if we found out that we had two conflicting meetings and we had to cancel one of those? So it's our cancellation. What do you do when I call in sick, which happens like once every five years, but when you got to cancel the whole day, there might be 15 things on the calendar. And you can see with some candidates, they get a little twitchy and they get a little like, well, that would be very frustrating. Okay, well, guess what? That's our every day around here. Those of you who talk to Deb Gill when she's scheduling appointments for us to talk or she needs something from you or you're scheduling a training or whatever, that is her entire universe, right? It's setting up trainings, making sure people get admitted, making sure people have their materials and handling my calendar. And I got to tell you, if you ask anyone in this law firm, nobody wants that job. And Deborah is amazing at it. She rolls with the punches. She gets the challenges. She understands what's going on. But I asked her about that when she was going to take over the calendar. Deborah, there are going to be frustrations. I'm going to cancel things. There's going to be things that come up where the client has to cancel. People are going to ask for things that don't exist, like I need a call in 10 minutes and I'm booked for the next two days. What do we do? Well, we may schedule it at 4 a.m. if they're on the East Coast. I may schedule it while I'm driving to pick up Ella at school. Who knows? But you've got to bob and weave, right? That's an important part of that job. Now, a person we hire to manage our filing room, they don't have to do a lot of bobbing and weaving. They've got to be super organized. They have to have great attention to detail. But bobbing and weaving is not what they need. All right? So when you're talking about asking interview questions that matter, I want you to number one, think about the worst person you've ever had in that job. Who is the person who really failed in that job? What did they do that drove you crazy? What did they do that created problems? And ask about that to make sure the person you're hiring isn't going to do the same thing. Similarly, think about the best person you've had in that job. What did they do to make things go so smoothly? What did they do to make sure that everything was being done appropriately? And ask about those skills, those abilities. Give them scenarios that those folks either handled well or poorly. And find out how your candidate would handle those scenarios. I love the idea of doing a panel interview and also having some individual interviews. And I want the folks who are doing the individual interviews to ask the same questions and see if we get the same answers. We interviewed someone recently for position as an investigator in the firm. And the person had asked some questions about litigation. 
And I said to them, I want to make sure you understand this. We don't litigate anymore. We do what we call litigation light. We go to the labor commissioner. We help with workers' comp issues. We settle demand letters um, or we move them on to a litigation firm. But we don't litigate anymore. I got so tired of the fighting and the petty litigation nonsense. I couldn't take it. And by the way, no client is ever happy with you after a litigation, right? The clients love us because we keep them out of court. That's the whole focus. So anyway, this candidate starts asking about litigation. I said, we don't do litigation. I just want to make sure you understand we don't do litigation. Oh, I understand. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any interest in litigation. So I asked the next three people who are going to interview her, I want you to ask if she's interested in litigation. Well, one of them, she cracks. She says, yeah, you know, I might be a little interested in litigation. Well, it turns out we made her an offer and she took an offer with the litigation firm, right? She wasn't being honest with us from the beginning. And I never should have made her the offer because I knew she was going to go to a litigation firm as soon as I found out the question she was asking this other lawyer. So you have to be strategic in your interviewing, right? I love having a couple of folks in the organization ask the same questions and see if you get the same answer. The other thing about interviewing is it's not only about the interview questions you ask and the responses that the candidate gives you, but it's about being okay with moments of silence. When you ask a question and they don't have an answer to it, don't jump in. That is always my first instinct. I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable. I don't want anyone to have a bad experience. So if I think they're struggling with a question, I will jump in. I'll say, well, oh, yeah, you know, let me make this a little more clear. Here's what I was really thinking. Here's what I really think is important, right? Here's what I wanted to ask you about. And sometimes when you rescue folks, you miss what their true answer is, right? You miss the fact that they may not have an answer. Okay. They may not have an answer. So be okay with moments of silence. Ask open-ended questions. Interview questions that matter are questions that make the candidate think, right? Why do you want to work here? What challenges do you think you might experience in this position? What hesitations do you have about working in this role? Ask the question and then be quiet. Ask the question and let them answer the question. Okay. Now, the other thing about interviewing is it needs to be organized. You have to prepare for it. So interview questions that matter are interview questions that you have thought out, that you have been strategic about. And you shouldn't just have a list of here are the questions I'm going to ask in every interview without adding to those questions for every interview, right? You can have a core set of questions you ask every time. But then you've got to make sure you're tailoring those questions for the situation. So I think I may have told you guys in the past, we had a client who was hiring for um, a position that required a lot of travel. And he sent me his interview questions. And I said, well, you're not asking about travel. And he said, well, Jen, you know, I don't want to because I don't want them to think they have to travel too much. 
I said, well, how much are they going to be traveling in this job? I don't know, about 50% of the time. Okay, if you're not going to ask them if they're prepared to travel 50% of the time, you're wasting your time, right? Because what if they, they can't do that? Many, many people can't do that. I sure couldn't do that. I'm a single mom. I can't do that, right? So I understand he doesn't want to turn somebody off, but look, the job isn't going to change. The job requires 50% travel. You got to ask that question. This is a night shift job. I know most people don't like night shift jobs. Want to make sure you got that. Are you okay working the night shift job? There may be an opportunity for you to move off of night shift at some point, but no guarantee as to when that might happen. So setting the tone in the interview is going to set the tone for the entire employment relationship if you hire that person. Are you direct? Do you listen? Do you show interest in the candidate. Are you multitasking? You can't be multitasking during an interview. It's not going to work. You've got to listen. You've got to pay attention. You don't take a call. You don't look at a text. You don't say yes when somebody knocks on your door. Okay. So the interview questions that matter are the ones that give you insight to who the candidate really is as a person, as an individual. Who are they? What do they do? What do they care about? And none of those questions are going to get you in trouble with the Civil Rights Department or the Federal Equal Employment Opportunity Commission or a plaintiff's lawyer. Those questions are legitimate. Now, there's one question that a lot of our clients don't know you're not supposed to ask. When you're asking about availability, work availability, if you're a California employer, Remember that you, you have to tell them, tell the candidate that they don't have to tell you if they can't cover a particular shift because of a religious belief or practice. So in other words, if I know I can't work Sundays because I go to church and then I have after church activities, when you ask me about my availability, I don't have to tell you during the interview that I can't come work on Sundays. I know that's counterintuitive, which is why I'm bringing it up. There's actually a very specific regulation on that issue. So if you ask about availability, either in an application or in an interview, and you want to be very careful about going into that area without having the appropriate sort of carve out language for don't tell me if you, if you can't work this shift because of your religious beliefs or practices. So here's the bottom line, you guys, interviews are important. They require preparation and they require strategy. It's well worth the effort to get the right person on your team. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us here today. Love having you with us. Go out and do something kind for someone today, or at least get some chocolate. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to spread the word, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and or rate and review it. Of course, you can also follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, and email us at info at Workplace Wake Up, including its guests and hosts, do not provide legal advice in this podcast. Do not act upon any of the information discussed in this podcast without consulting a licensed attorney in your jurisdiction. 